Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It is April 18th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Mark uh, Joseph. Um, Derek has left the uh, show today. And so what we were going to do we're I don't think going to do because he's not here now um, I'm just going to say hi Mark how are you <laughs> it was a strange way to start this show wasn't it hey Nancy uh, life happens so we, we uh, carry forward we carry forward yep and um, uh, well we, we were talking we, were, we started the show about the research that's um there's so many last last the last show we did. Derek and I were on. We were talking about the different research projects that have been ongoing. Um, that sort of like I, I don't know how to explain it because I've looked. Yes, when I first started out in 2014, I was looking for anything that anybody had on Shungite, and there were plenty of like stores and stuff and but it was all the same things it was like cut and paste cut and paste and now Derek goes out there and he finds you know he's got 50 pages of research that are just full of you look at them and you go what in the hell are these people talking about I mean I I looked at them I I know that you probably did Mark uh, to a degree Um, and just you know, because, well, let me see what we got now. Let me just, oh, wait a minute. I put it someplace else. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Um, what we've got happening is that you've got, I'm going to get that out of the way. All right. Shungite effect- effectively absorbs alcohol. Now, this was a study, and it says, which is alcohol, which is harmful to human health. It can be explained by the fact that Shungite has got a developed spongy structure and high absorbing properties. The existence of Shungite deposits, its reasonable price, and ecological security gives way to its using its using for cleaning water alcohol solutions. The decreased concentration of alcohols in water alcohol solutions improves orphanoleptic properties of alcohol drinks. Wait a minute, let me just get this sucker out of the way here. Uh, okay. Alright. And, um,. Okay, the decreased concentration of alcohol in water alcohol solutions 
improves. Oh, I said that. Oh, that orpha, <coughs> or, orphanoleptic properties. I don't know what that is. And increases their drinking quality. Conclusions. It is highly recommended to use the results of the research for the production of alcoholic beverages. This will improve their quality and safety. And this just absolutely made me laugh because it's like, okay, so you got an alcohol drink and now you're going to take the alcohol out, supposedly by absorption, um, and, but it might taste better. I, I, it's just like it just made me laugh. And I'm just throwing this, this one out to you because what happened was that when we had, I'm trying to think of who it was. Oh, it was it was just a friend of mine, and she said, you know, I got to tell you, I've been drinking this wine here, and I'm not getting buzzed at all. She, she, and she said, you think something happened to the alcohol in the Shungai because of, yeah, I said, well, I don't know, you know. And so then we started little, you know, people, we threw it out there, and people came back to us, and this one woman just made me laugh. She said, I drank a whole bottle of very good wine and never got buzzed because I wanted to. I didn't think that the Shungite was doing what you people said it did. Now we've got this this uh, research project, but they keep going back to the absorption thing. And Mark, we were talking about this on Radio Five G that will air tomorrow about the inability of trains in the you know conventional science. Those people. They can only seem to go so far in understanding what we're talking about when we're talking about Shanghai. You mean they won't, won't stop a, a foot on the land of Wu? Uh, yeah. They don't like, yeah, they don't maybe. like to go Wu. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what it is. They know. don't want to lose their scientific credibility. That's a big no-no. Don't mix spirit with matter. They're... they're it just matter is matter and leave it at that. Don't don't go don't go spirit. Don't go into into my. I mean, they can the, the highest that they'll go is mind. They accept the the mind. The mind is real, even though they can't see it or touch it or whatever. They have to acknowledge it whether they like it or not. But other than that, uh, uh, big no no. That's the, that's one of the things that has to collapse in this uh, collapsing re old reality. That if you think about it, a anything and everything we've read about the old civilizations, like for example Atlantis and all the old civilizations, didn't you find it interesting that when they talk about the scientists of such a time, they happen to be priests as well as scientists? Didn't you find that in intriguingly interesting? They were scientists and they were priests. It kind of tells you that there's no there's no actual separation. It's like there's a continuum of existence, but they here the, here they isolated because oh no 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 we can't go there because oh no 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 um, no no it's it's mind and there's ma and there's matter and nothing else. So well, that's my, where we lose. <laughs> my understanding of how the science science sort of like evolved was from like you say the thinkers the the theologians the people that were questioning you know more than the 3d reality they were questioning you know what why are we here what's life about you know that type of mind and it was the alchemical stuff they all were trying to to make gold out of 
iron or lead or whatever it was. And it would to me when I when I just when you were talking, I'm going back and I'm going, yeah, it started with the alchemist people, and then it started getting more and more into the science. So so if if my memory and my you know putting it together like that is true. They started out woo woo Walt. Exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so I, I don't really. I, I I have to give credit where credit is due. This is obviously a manipulation of the cabal, where don't the things don't mix, and it and and it's and it's deliberate because it it gives them control. Don't let the people step in there. I mean, I mean let's 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 get obvious here. I mean. Do they let people become aware of the fact that their thoughts change reality? No, 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 no. Nobody's allowed to think in those terms. Nobody's even allowed to touch the subject. Unless you're a quantum it's, physicist, because uh, that's the where they began to... That's why quantum physicists and quantum physics was considered woo-woo by everybody that was in the... That, that had... How, how would you say it? That had... Uh, a reputation in the scientific world because it was woo-woo. But they proved it. That was what made everything, like, stand on its head. It was the, uh, what was it, the, the slit thing? What do they call that? Oh, yeah, the... Um, double the split double, experiment. Double mm-hmm. split experiment. If you people out there look that up and figure out what they did, but the final analysis was that the science, the scientists who were actually doing the work, it was what they expected was happening, and they realized that oh, it's our minds. Somehow or another, our minds are affecting at the quantum level. That was enormous, but metaphysicians have been saying this forever. And like I said, when I started out. I was I, I'm a metaphysician. I've been studying metaphysics all my life. So what's a metaphysics? Well, metaphysics is looking at the real world, but not trying how how to put it. Looking at the real world, but not bringing your preconceived notions into the the pattern. In other words, you're seeing it. You know that. I don't have an explanation of that. It's kind of magical. It's, what, what, what could it be? And those are the people that began to think in terms of, you know, what you think of, you bring to yourself, that you can use thought to make energetic changes. I mean, it was it's like a whole philosophy that grew out of looking at reality as it was, not as somebody was trying to tell you it was. It and was unfortunately, the, the conventional scientists, they're, they're terrified of being thought that they, they would even go in those circles. So you, you read scientific papers and it's, it, they, they go up so far and then no further. That's it. So absorption, absorption. What absorption? I, I have never. How many tests I've done, and I have detected no absorption of any kind. That's why I was like, you know, I had done so many tests with permutite, for example, which is the kind of activated charcoal you use for the decontamination and for like purifying uh, uh, fish tanks and stuff like that. 
Yeah, you can. You not only can you detect it, you can see it. It absorbs. It changes. It changes the flavor. It, you you can tell the moment it stops absorbing because everything changes. The flavor of the water changes everything. So you, you oh yeah, definitely it does absorb. This thing, no. Where I have I haven't been able to detect any absorption. But no, no, no. They, they have to explain it. And you yeah. have to give it a reasonable explanation, not a woo-woo explanation. <laughs> well, well you, you know, they had a, a, back when, like I say, in the early, you know, part of my re- research, and it was somewhere in the 20, 2014, maybe a little bit before that, where they got a whole bunch of Russians, so this is Russians, Russian scientists to come together and discuss why they, and they knew by that time that the Carilion waters were very healing. They'd known that for 200 years at that time because uh, Peter the Great had heard about people having all these miraculous healings in the waters of Karelia, uh, where the Shungite is. And so he sent two of his doctors there, and they came back and they said, yeah, it seems to be true. So he built a, a facility there for his family to go and to participate, and they also began to build a... Um, facility for soldiers because they found that soldiers in, in if they went to this clinic they would heal much faster so it was a known thing so fast forward 200 years and they have all the best you know scientists on you know in this field looking at it and they decided that the only reason that the waters of shungite water the only reason that it seems to be such a benevolent uh, he uh, benevolent energy worker is because it's creating antioxidants that was it <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. and it does i mean they I, i've got one of the studies i've got up in front of me is is talking about the antioxidants in in shungite but again it was like You've kind of you don't un, you're not looking at it from the energetic well, standpoint. Do you, do you want look at the, the look at the most blatant avoidance of truth when we talk about the placebo effect? Can you think of something more obvious and most unlooked? They they won't even touch it with a ten foot pole. They know it's there. They acknowledge it that it's there, but no, no, we're not touching it. We're not going anywhere near it. I mean, that's it. And don't expect serious they investigations make, on that. They make they make the they make the uh, FDA makes them all do uh, placebo testing, and seventy five percent of the time the placebo works. You know the people taking the placebo they meaning that, that. that you know that it doesn't have the drug in it. But seventy five percent. I was stunned by that. I said what. You know, so 75% of the time, the placebo wins, but then they just disregard it. You know, it's like they don't look at it. It's in the brain. If you think that that drug is going to heal you, boom, it's going to heal you. You know? And um, that's, that's, and there's, there's the rub that, unlike all the other minerals, shangite responds to human consciousness it responds to what you're thinking it responds on what you're focusing how many how many times has it happened to you to gene rockefeller i mean the the list goes on and on it responds to thoughts and intentions 
I mean, no other minerals do that, and not as quickly and as strongly as shungite, but they won't touch that either. Sorry, not going there. <laughs> well, when 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 I one of the reasons that that I think that the cosmic creator or whatever brought Walt and I together is because I have this ability to essentially remote view at the molecular level and and I see energies. I see the quantum state and I can see what's happening. It's just something that I have, okay? Other people have other talents. This is the one I have. And it it comes down to the idea <clears throat> that we well when this this pendant lost its silver on the wire it was it was a silver coated wire as a matter of fact that was one of the reasons i i got away from doing actual silver wire was because the silver all of a sudden i'm talking to her on skype and i go what's the matter with your pendant and all of the silver coating on the wire had disappeared and i said to walt Walt, this happened. What what could possibly be happening? And yeah. um, so then silver he, migrates. Silver migrates. So you took the first thing you did was you threw some nuggets into um, uh, colloidal silver because you got silver nanoparticles floating in the water, and you wanted to see is it going to attract? Is this shungite going to attract the silver? And sure enough, pretty soon there was no coloration to the to the colloidal silver. And it you it, you actually tasted it and it tasted different. It tasted you said it tasted yeah, it, like it changed fruity. the taste of the uh, of the of the liquid of the water. Fruity fruity tooty was that what it was? Yeah, <laughs> colloidal silver by default. It to me it tastes like rose petals. And after having the the shungite in it, where it just turned into clear water, it tasted like tooty fruity. Right. Exactly. So the. <laughs> So that was that was interesting because you would think, okay, it if it absorbed everything, there would be no taste. No, this thing had a definite taste, and 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 I'm used to to finding the different energies based on taste from from the work of uh, uh, when you do uh, the thing with uh, homeopathy that you you have a a, a frequency uh, essence in the liquid and there is no chemical. Like, for example, when you do homeopathy with a radionic machine and there is no chemistry involved, it's just a radionic machine. For example, when I record uh, allium sepa, which is uh, uh, the essence of, uh, what do you call it, onions, which is when you have a, a coal, uh, allium sepa is great for when you have a coal, you test, taste the, the, the brandy, it tastes like brandy, nothing else. You record the essence of onion, Afterwards, the liquid tastes like onion. So the the sense of human taste is able to pick up all these frequencies, even though there's no matter involved. We are we are actually detecting the frequency, and that's one thing in the in the thing. The water having the the silver removed now has a different frequency pattern in it. It tastes like fruity fruity. Go figure. <laughs> I don't know what what frequency it is, but that's what it tastes like. Well, when when you sent me the the nuggets that had been in the uh, colloidal silver, um, that's when I, I okay. So I had the cell phone out. I I had the, I actually had one of the original stickers, the Bucky Band-Aid sticker on it with the powder in it, and um, so I'm um, and I had uh, yes, it made a change to the cell phone, 
the the Bucky Band-Aid, but there was something I just it was I was still detecting, let's say, toxic energy associated with it. So I've got the now I've got the silver saturated nuggets, and I just put them on top of the phone. And as soon as I did that, I was like, "Oh, gee, something just switched. What happened?" And so I took them off. I set them apart for a bit, you know, and I, they weren't on there but a fraction of a second, really. I said, okay, let me think about this. So the next time that I went to do it, I did it much more, uh, let's say, open, like just let me see what's what's happening. And what was happening was that when when the silver, okay, so so now I'm I'm looking at it and I'm I'm looking at it differently than I had before. Instead of looking at it as a 3D vision, okay, I'm looking at it as signals, energy signals. And as soon as I shifted my observation, what I saw was, oh, 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 I'm missing it. That's what we were missing, is that you normally think of a signal as being a sign thing, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. Like electricity, if you look at the energy, it's up and down, up and down, up and down, like hill valley, hill valley. But when you're dealing with an electronic device, the signal is actually called a square signal. It's a more complicated signal. And so when you've got just the plain shungite, the shungite field hits it, and if it's it's like an electric signal, it just hits it, and boom, it just reverses, and there's no problem. It reverses, it does its thing, and it's in, in now compatible, biocompatible. But when you got that square wave, what was happening was, I, I, I didn't even realize it until I was doing this experiment, was that when you're using the raw shungite, and I can't explain it, but I can see this, this, this the shungite field and the shungite field is made a connection to the quantum field, but it's like a doorway, and it's pulsing. It goes on and off, on and off, on and off. Well, that signal easily tr- turns an electric signal, a sine wave. But when you've got a more complicated square wave, that energy's coming through, but it, boom, hits it, and it's such a complicated signal that it starts to turn but then the shungite quantum connection drops and it just bounces back. Now, when we put the silver with it, the door didn't shut, it just stayed open and you've got this flow of quantum energy coming through that is so powerful. It's like the field, the energy field in the rotation of the shungite just is so powerful, it can make the entire square wave shift, rotate. Okay, and I can't explain why that happens, but that's what I was seeing. But I want to note that when I first was out there, and, and you know, there wasn't too many other people doing shungite at all, I was contacted by three different quantum physicists, and they all said they all had well, one of them was I, you know, I know him, um, but. The two, the other two were like, I'm not going to tell you who I am, but I do want you to know that I am a quantum physicist, and they would cite all the, you know, certifications they have, and they would say, 
I just want you to know you are right and what it is called. And then they would use some kind of a quantum plasma. I don't know. They were they were talking about different aspects of quantum science. I didn't even know what the words meant. You know what I'm saying? So there are people, quantum scientists, I think, that can get behind this because they understand that blind split, the split thing. You know, that the human brain, our human body, is so powerful that we can actually manipulate manipulate at the materialistic way, in a, a materialistic level. But, um, yeah, it's... Uh, when I started going through these reports, Mark, I had to think about what we were talking about yesterday. I'm going like, it's not absorption. If it was absorption, and there's other reports talking about glyphosate, and it got, got so complicated, it's like... Why are they making it so simple? I mean, why don't they make it simple? It's look at it at the energy level, and it becomes very obvious. So, um, I don't know. You guys got anything on that? I just sort of went on a rant page with with, with, with that <laughs> no, subject. The, 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 the point, the final point is to say that, is that do not expect a serious study on Shanghai in the present state of of, of science. The science paradigm has to change to accept that reality is a lot, lot, lot huge, bigger than we think, what we think it is. I mean, uh, the cabal really did a number in deprogramming people from real science, and people are, are, are stuck in just belief mode. Oh, they, they, like, like, for example, uh, when I read the, when I read the, the material that you sent me on Gator, I mean, Cater debunks uh, Einstein, for example, with such simplicity and common sense. Is like, wow, how? Why didn't I see this before? And and people believe in everything that Einstein said, like it's serious. I mean, just just to dare question something. Oh, oh, oh my God, that's that's an insult. That's uh, what do you what do you? <laughs> uh, that's. What do you call it? Blasphemy. How dare you question Einstein? What? He was just a human being who had any ideas and he didn't know everything. He posed many things, but I mean, like in, in that book, he, um, Cater actually explains, I mean, and it's very difficult to say, oh, he's making, no, no, this is, this is true because it, you can feel in your body. Like he goes on to explain that what black holes are not what you think that you that they are, and it makes perfect sense because he he provides a very solid uh, scientific explanation, and yet people you know swear up and down, oh yeah, this is what black holes are, and they have such tremendous gravitational field, ooh, and they stop light, and <laughs> and you you see Cater's explanation, and it makes perfect sense, and you no wonder it never made sense to me, uh, but. That's that's the thing, you know. The the entire paradigm of our reality has to change. It has to open the door to allow common sense to come in and real science to come to be known. Because we we're not dealing with real science. I mean, from the point from the get go, that electricity they they they're using the the what do you call it the right hand rule. That's that's wrong. Even that that it's wrong because it's the left hand rule. So there, from the starting point, you're starting 
with an incorrect belief of what, how electricity moves. Do you expect the rest is going to be get any better or, or clearer or make any more sense? <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, <clears throat> there was a very well-known person who was talking about C60 and how she was very much into C60. And so I tried to contact her, and I know it was a live email because somebody else had had a contact with her. And I said to her, you know, please don't dismiss Shungite. Um, we will send you as much Shungite as you could possibly test out to see, you know, what we're talking about. You know, send you. I sent her a copy of the, uh, 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 I think it was the FAQ portion of the book, you know, that she could start to get. And no, they don't respond. And she's not the only one. You know, no. they get fixated in what they think they know. And I'm not saying that I know everything. I'm saying I see a different, <laughs> a different snapshot of reality than you're seeing. I see it all as energy, and um, you know. So it's uh, I, we probably spent a lot of time on this. We, but it's important to understand that you guys out there, you taught us more than I can even even say thank you enough for, because you are the people that were willing to take a chance with it. We were, we were saying, you know, it looks like it does this, it looks like it does that. Maybe. And you guys came back and you said, yes, I see it happening. I had this wound, it's fixed now. I had uh, all these different things that, you know, from the, from the toilet. You know, somebody actually, I thought I was original with putting the uh, shungite in the toilet tank to clear the water in the tank. Now, why? Well, because it's energy. And the water in the, my house is completely got shungite magnets and everything else on the pipe, so the shungite is coming out of the tap is is shungite water. But in the bathroom on the toilet tank, there's a valve, and once you shut that valve off, you've lost the water connection for what is in the tank and for the actual shungite. And after a little bit, the toilet doesn't get flushed that often. It loses the charge. And so you can have all sorts of stuff growing in that toilet, I found out. <laughs> but when you put the shungite in the toilet, in the toilet tank, three nuggets, then it continually is regenerating the shungite field in that tank. But, you know, somebody beat me to it. I didn't, I didn't hadn't seen it, but years later I found a, a, a comet that had been added to, to we had a, a essentially a blog and people would in the comment section you know tell what they were doing and that created I chat one of the chapters in the Shungite reality book is just people in their experiments experiments and experiences with Shungite so I don't know how we're going to get you know beyond this weirdness that people have in the scientific community that you just can't make that jump from energy into energy enerology it's a study of energy so Mark, well think about it people okay. people we're, we're we're still living in a world where people think that matter is real and solid well, and matter is just an energy field there's actually when they when you get into the into what it looking at a an, at an atom there's nothing there it's just an energy field of energies going back and forth <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh an empty space don't forget empty space <laughs> yeah uh mark 
what you you looked at some of those research things, did you? Yeah, there is that um, hang up on absorption that that, that <laughs> keeps popping up. So, uh, people in the audio only portion, it's it's mysticalwares.com forward slash shungite dash FAQ. Uh, the uh, people can take a look at the studies there. Thanks to uh, Derek's um, uh, uh, uploading those. Um, let me read this here. Uh, Max Planck famously said, science advances one funeral at a time. Experimenters are the shock troops of science and must formulate the question to nature before it can be performed. Max Planck was the originator of the quantum theory in physics, which revolutionized all of chemistry and physics and made possible the theories of Einstein upon which nuclear tech is based. So it's giving context to what you're saying. Um, let me see. Yeah, meanwhile, we're going back and forth a little bit as far as uh, human ego. He said the investment in human, human ego is titanic. And so, um, and I wanted to read, uh, oh yeah, Peter the Great. And um, so he was a Russian czar who, who reigned uh, between, I think he was born 1672 and died at 1725. He was an emperor uh, and, and was Russia's greatest statesman, organizer, and reformer. So they've been using Shungite since, what, the 1600s, right? And uh, a lot of, so many people don't have a clue on um, <laughs> it, it, its actual, um, what do you call it, application, right? Um, so I'd, I'd go beyond the ego thing. I'd say that it, it's um, a portion of scientism and technocracy and the kind of intellectual parasitism. Um, so, and then you guys, since what, 2014? You know, got two more years before the 10-year anniversary of this whole thing of, of transmutation, biocompatibilization, and clockwise natural torsion. That that's Those are the terms you guys have been using. Russians use it too. But I don't know how far are they going with... Because you go to their shops, right? Like when I found you guys 2019... Um, it was like you said, Nancy, cut and paste. Uh, it was only you guys that had, uh, you know, were the pioneers about that with adding silver. Nobody else is adding silver except for like this one UK shop and they give you guys credit. Um, but the first time I heard torsion is from Richard Hoagland, right? And he acknowledges the SSP and, and, um, next NASA's behind the scenes stuff. So, and then nobody else talks about that, right? Uh, there is one guy, I forget, um, some energy, some guy thing, um, I think his name's Koratov with uh, gas discharge visualization measurements uh, of, of, of showing the Shungai measurements. I think even Regina Martino in her book, Shungai book, shows some of that um, energy measurements of, of, of Shungai. So, um, hats off to you guys and Derek, you know, for taking things next level. And, uh, um, going back to the Say What Show, which I highly recommend everybody listen to, um, download on your on your podcast. Uh, we're talking about just the weirdness of, of things ramping up, and so how do we stabilize with that? You get the most powerful shunga you can have on you twenty four seven, which is you know Derek's uh, cosmic silver shunga, right? Um, it has to have the silver in it. I mean, uh, what do you guys th- do? You agree with that as far as how to keep keep uh, grounded and leveled with, with these changes that, that 
everybody's experiencing and can't explain, like the ascension symptoms. If it's not that, then maybe it's like some parasites and nanotech um, going wonky inside people, right? But consciousness does, uh, um, what do you call it, rules overall and, and obviously connection to source. So um, I'll send that back to you guys. Well, the biggest enemy to ascension symptoms is uh, the attachment, the attachment to the old beliefs, attachment to the old reality. I mean, I realized that in myself. I, I, I saw this is all symptoms. The, the problem, the problem why uh, ascension symptoms are manifesting so badly. So, like in symptoms of like pain and uh, or itching or you, whatever, you know, negative symptoms is because I'm resisting. And the pendulum says, yes, you know, that's, that's my problem. I was resisting. So I actually use the pendulum to douse for the for a, 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 a frequency that would allow, that would, you know, once exposed to this frequency, it would, I would give, I would be open to all ascension symptoms. So... I, I programmed that into the spooky and, and put my nail on the machine. So I I had the thing, uh, you know, uh, broadcasting that frequency to me and to my mother. And it's actually helped where before the symptoms were driving me crazy. And now I, if I if I get them, I, I don't worry about it. I don't obsess about it. I don't have I don't have to think, oh, what is this? Oh, it's no, it's just I'm just aware of it. But it's not turning my life into a living hell. <laughs> so it was just, that's all it took, that change of energy, a change of attitude in me. But in my case, I, I helped myself using the, the spooky machine. Since you can program the machine with any frequency you want, I just doused what I needed. So, yeah, it's all, it all comes back to being energy. And neurology is king when it comes to this because <laughs> it's the only tool that we have right now. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to point out that what what Derek did bring to the to the you know concept of the silver is that he he actually takes I don't know it's got to be a thousand dollars worth of silver and puts it in with a shungite and that in a big uh, rock tumbler and I think it's. I, I'm not sure. It's it's a, a weird shape. I th it might be. I, I'm not sure what what it is. Oh, you mean the one the the hexagonal? Is that drum? what it is? Yeah, I, that's yeah. what I thought it was, but I wasn't sure. But so he's he's and again, it's it's paying attention to the energies that are associated with the entire process. So not only has he putting the the silver and the shungite together, he's doing it within a geometric form that is conducive to, uh, let's say, drawing in quantum energies. And, and plus he's using his own, you know, his own thought pattern, which is the most important part of it, you know, to create an entire environment where you do it for three days. And, and you know, we had him take it out three days, six days, nine days to see if there was any kind of a, of a change over the, that, that time frame. And three six nine. I mean, the guy, the king of enerology is Tesla. And Tesla, 
you know, we, he said things that we don't understand. I mean, I see, I see explanations, people trying to explain what Tesla meant, you know, with a lot of the different things that he said. But it really does come down to, um, well, this is what I'm observing. And I know it's based on energy, but I don't think I'm at a, let's say, level of comprehension that would allow you to see the subtleties and the reasons why behind something. It's like I know that when you got the silver in it, it's an enhanced version of shungite, but it's an enhanced version of shungite because you have doubled up on how much quantum energy is coming into that shungite field. And it's what is quantum energy? It's quantum. Well, the way you, the way you explain it, the silver is like it's just it's it's like putting a rubber wedge on a door. And yeah. The, it's keeping the door. That's that's what it. That's what it, it, based on your explanation. That is that's what I get. It's leaving the door open, in both directions, and it's like you just put a wedge in there, and the wedge is keeping the door open. Yes, and the and the wedge wedge is actually the silver frequency. It's it's something to do with the uh, maintaining a, a connection, an open connection. You know, like the keeping the door open. Between the three D where the shunga, where the silver is, and the quantum field, and when we say you know the quantum field is feeding this, what I see is what I call uh, proto proto energy. It's the very essence. It's light. It's an it's 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 like a it's the building blocks of everything else. So it's not like this, um, when you open the door to the quantum, you're opening it up and you're saying, I want you to go fix the energy, uh, you know, the electric, electric system. Or I want, no, all it's doing is providing us with a tremendous amount of proto-energy. The energy that is what our brains use to manipulate reality. That, that's, that's how I see it. And, you know, so, when he when he does it, his silver saturated shungite is is you're not going to find anything better. You know, I mean, it's it he, the whole process that he puts it through is based on energy. Is based on understanding that it's all energy, and uh, down to down to the you know the the geometric structure of the of the tumbler itself. So I highly you know if you're gonna if you're gonna if you really want to get into Shungite, and yes, you can take, the reason that we got talking about that was on that show that he was on last night, um, and hopefully he will come back on and talk about that, but in that show, one of the guys said, you know, I don't understand that, he said, oh, he's funny, he says, this might be a secret, you know, and I would understand this, but um, it's I don't understand the connection between the silver and the shungite, he said. So, but however, I have a nugget of shungite in my pocket and a silver dollar. <laughs> and so he himself was in his pocket creating silver saturated shungite. Um, but. It, Hi, everybody. I am here, Nancy. I was just cutting in because. Oh, okay. I am still looking in the background trying to find. Where, because Nancy and I were chatting to everyone about this study, and as she mentioned on another podcast, I mentioned it. Now, my issue is, I literally have a stack of 50, and exactly 50, and it's not all of them, but 50 printed that I went through the abstracts on, and that's where silver came up, 
Um, so I'm just like going 100 miles an hour here behind the scenes listening to the show, trying to find that exact study. And when I do, I will bring it back up. Um, but I am here for uh, – and, and while I've been listening, I hear you guys talking about the radiation. I have a half dozen ones talking about um, the effects of shining it on the radiation uh, particles and stuff like that too. A lot more that I have not shared on the FAQ page Mark mentioned at the beginning of the show. So there's lots more backing up everything everybody's talking about. Well, uh, you you started talking about the silver at, in that show. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember yeah. what you said? Yeah. Well, oh, gee, uh, let me think here because I'll stop looking at this because that's what I've been because all distracting you did, here. <clears throat> excuse me. You got Go into ahead. a discussion of how you make it, but you mentioned this research paper. And when you said research paper and you started going into it, my brain started clicking on like, why don't I know about this? Why haven't I seen this thing, you know? And I realized I had lost track of what you had said. So do you remember what you said? Oh, man. Okay, let me think about it. I of course, when you read all these studies, you tie a lot of them together. Um, and I'm wondering, Nancy, if maybe it's my microphone doing that reverb or uh, echo at the beginning. Because okay. I haven't been hearing it, I just did. But okay, what was that going to? So it's say what? Okay, okay, never mind then. What was Nothing. that? My bad. We were talking about the echo. It was there for a moment, but it's gone now. So okay, now last it, night you had the same thing. That I, <clears throat> I told you to turn yeah. off your mic. Mm-hmm. Remember? Yeah, because I was broadcasting over radio. Okay, but you and I both have the Yeti Blue mics. All right. And the first thing when I started doing it, I checked the volume on the, uh, you know, you can plug in the headset thing. Mm -hmm. But that thing has gone bad in three of the Yetis that I've had, that particular connection. But I'm wondering if it's not our mics that are somehow doing it. That's why I said to you, turn off your mic and see if it goes away. But on on this station, and and it's when you connect, when we connect to the station because last night I was uh, with with Mark on Skype recording and we had no echoing but it's like I had no echoing and then connected to the station and then got so echoing it's weird so you think that the, the Yeti combined with the technology of the radio station is introducing some kind of delay I don't uh, know. And it's manifesting as a kind of echo? Well, it's something that's new. This wasn't uh, always there. We're going to take care of it anyway. I'm upgrading the whole radio station like Nancy and I talked about. I'm not going to get into it all now. Um, we're not going to have any more drop-offs. I'm a lot more bod with. So that's going to happen here when I slow down enough to catch my breath in the next few days. Um, and then Impossible. Be- Impossible. I know, yeah. Okay, in between breaths. <laughs> um, oh, and I can't even announce... Nancy's really the only one privy to everything and that really knows what's happening in the background juggling. It's just crazy. But anyway, um, and we'll get into some of that next hour, too, um, about about some stuff going on here at Mystical Wares. Um, but, Nancy, I want to answer your question while we have time this hour um, on the silver. Oh, geez. Uh, really, now I'm going to sit here and just kind of stress because I'm thinking I, I read the abstract of literally 50 of these, um, and they brought in silver. I'm like, what? We've got the study. And then... It's not in the title, of course. <clears throat> so now I'm going through them. So we talked about, um, and 
I did hear when I was again going through these, you guys talking about the Cosmic Silver Shun Guide in the Hexagon Tumblr um, for three days. The add-on, I don't know if I've mentioned. I take two of our Shungite magnets um, and place them on either side of the hexagon tumbler that's laying on its side spinning. So then each end has um, a magnet on it as well, a Shungite magnet on the end of it. Um, and it's for three days. And that was uh, actually Nancy's the one that honed in that because I did think, well, double strength, go six days, nine days, blah, blah, blah. And nope, brought it all the way back down. Um, <coughs> Because, like because when we, and this is something to think about, because the difference between this, let's say the, the three day and the nine day, is that the energy field that I was detecting was higher than the 3D. You, you couldn't really use it unless you were, wanted to go real woo woo with it. it it's, it's, it's like the, the three locks it into a very powerful 3D energy field. If you go six, it's uh, somewhere in between, but not enough to make me think that it's worth the time. So that's the kind of shungite you want to smoke, correct? <laughs> well, it wouldn't smoke shungite. <laughs> it wouldn't burn. I mean, they actually well, use you could, it. You could, you could vape it, right? Nah. I have. Not vaped what? it internally, but va- not vape it, but uh, vaporized it with uh, torches and stuff like that. How okay. La- come my laser machine does that? Oh God! <laughs> might be so. It has its own my... everything too. Oh, the energy. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I, and we don't have time for all that. I was gonna say I should. I'll go quickly. Shot of the laser. Actually, I recorded some of this, and it makes that white uh, layer on top that we talked about before. But I never talked about the what I just call smoke or puff of energy that comes off of it because it does. It like bursts. Um, it turns part of the shungai from physical. I'm just gonna call it metaphysical because most of it just disappears. And then there's like an energy pulse that goes out when I laser etched the uh, love and healed onto the stones or any other just playing with it that way. Um, doesn't change the overall shungai. It's just part of it goes etheric. You know, I don't have a way to describe it. Maybe Walt does. Um, what was I? Oh, I don't have much more on the silver Nancy to tell you right now because I don't remember exactly what I was asked or what we got into. But it was a bio. It it. it Shungai continually moves energy, so it doesn't hold on to stuff. You're not going to program it necessarily or anything like that. But with the add-on of the silver that migrates into it, it makes it more it, – it's easier for the Shungai to have an effect on your biofield or aura. Um, and I, I, that's why when they feed it to rats in a, over a dozen of these studies, additional new rat studies, by the way, that I found um, – and they talk about using sonic treatments with shungite and bringing it shungite in there. It has an effect on the free radicals, the toxins. So again, like you know, things out of alignment with you, um, regardless of how you have. Have you, it. Have you tried um, what's the effect of silver shungite on bees? What did the, what is their reaction to that? Or, um, or you haven't had a chance done with that let me think here if i've done that no i have not put cosmic silver shungite nuggets at the entrance of that'll happen now because that'll be another story but well yes but we but we did introduce it as powder powder correct i was gonna yep and it bees so in adding what nancy was just saying um it yes that generated queen bees like crazy so we put in a little trays at the entrance the bees would come out jump in it yes it would be attached to them they'd go to the fields and it'd fall off and all that but to the beehive itself, all of a sudden, queen bees would get generated in huge numbers, little bee pods, um, queen pods, um, or cells. 
Um, so that's what happened there, but not nugget form. I have not, uh, but we will do that. Cause I was just going to say, we're, um, we've got some property we're going to work with here soon, very soon. And we'll have some acreage to put new Shanghai beehives. We're all just make videos and we'll record every step of the, of the process and, and how they progress. You, you may want to ask the bees before you do that. <laughs> sure. Hey, we'll do because, different hives. Yeah, because no, because as you were saying that to me, I'm I'm thinking about the bees, and all of a sudden I went, uh oh, because if you take a bee, which is a, is a at a very high frequency level. I mean, high is a, not the term, but you know, a complicated mystical kind of a, a frequency. We know they can go interdimensional. You know, we saw we had we have video of bees in a swarm that just sort of like are in the swarm and then just kind of disappear. And then I ended up having that same kind of bee on my property. So if you put the Shungite nuggets in there, I mean, it could be vortexes into someplace else. You know, we'll try that. I'll make a a cosmic Shungite beehive and we'll see what that happens. Well, this will. This also means that the bee can totally protect themselves from 5G and any other negative EMF. I mean, if they can, if they can do this dimensional, you know, shifting. I mean, the well, no, 5G no, is, is no, nothing to them. No, because understand that when you have uh, a five, when you have all that, it's not, it's not a pure, uh, clean slate. It's full of shit. So, you know, you might be able to get out interdimensionally if you've got a perfectly clear place, like you would with Shungite. You know, all of that electromagnetic energy is gone. You might be able to, to you know, but when you've got all that electromagnetic, that's why they die. They can't even find well, their way yeah, back. Yeah, that's what lives. I said. The, the, the silver Shungite is ideal for protecting the bees. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But again, you know, I'm not sure, I, I honestly am not sure that um, the amount of shungite, silver shungite out there is not one of the reasons that just raw shungite is, you know, more energetic than it used to be. Mm. You know, because shungite's a quantum entanglement, and so any change to any shungite is going to affect every shungite. Yeah. So for all Again, I, another, another difference from other, from other minerals. Oh yeah, you won't find that in other, in other minerals. Well, mainly Walt, because of the fact that other minerals are all over the world in different. You know, I mean, you got the chemistry, the basic chemistry, but you got all this other stuff in it. The only place you find shungite is in one area of Karelia, Russia. That's mm -hmm. why it's such a powerful quantum entanglement. There is no other you know, competition to that one frequency, which is, you know, every frequency that's ever been, according to um, Galactic Historian. <laughs> so, Mark, is there anything you wanted to ask Derek? Or Yeah, the, um, so uh, last week was a really good show. Uh, people should listen to it, um, going over the documents too. But w was there a um, specific one on... Uh, I know there was one on stem cells, but something about um, brain cells. Was there, it was like both, or was it, was it um, two different uh, documents on, on those? Oh, no, there was. Um, 
And this is going to be painful. And I'm going to get these all, every one of these studies up where you guys can all download them and view them yourselves as well, um, either today or tomorrow, to make this a lot easier. Because now, and yes, there was, but now I glance over at the stack. I don't know how many inches tall here because I actually printed them all. Um, and I'm like, oh, shoot, which one was that? Uh, no rush. I mean, it, just just from the top of your head, what was the basic um, uh, uh, summary or like, like conclusion of of uh, the stem cell one and the one with the um, brain okay. cells. No, it absolutely regenerated stem cells, and in that study it was rats, um, and then also the brain cells, and it even transitioned over to. Um, and it was a, a larger medical term, but Parkinson's like symptoms um, had an effect on those and removed them from. That was again rat study. Not all these were rat studies. There's a uh, a burr sperm study. So a, what did I say? Burr? Boar, the, you know, a wild pig study on the sperm, the, the, because radiation and things. And we've talked about that in shows with Nancy and others, um, and even a hybrid study. So long story short, I don't care if you're a boar or a human sitting on top of the hybrid batteries or having those frequencies in your environment, because of course they didn't put a boar on a hybrid. They, it was just frequency they blasted. Damages the sperm, and we've known all this. Yes, Shungite does regenerate that, and they were able to um, show improvement in all of that, and that's in a study too. And then the same thing on the bring it back to you, Mark, on the brain cells. Same thing, because and I don't know what I'm talking about. Evidently, a whole lot of the different neurological issues for the Parkinson-like symptoms. I'm watching my word in here, in that happened in the brain. And if yes, C60 slash fullerenes, as they worded it, were introduced, um, and in various ways, sometimes they added. Vibrate so sonic, so frequencies, sound, vibrations, you know, kind of a blend there. It's hard to separate um, to the mix while the fullerenes were there and had an even larger effect. So, and again, it's hard to get in all these because I'm just because none of you can go, you know, click and hit the study and download it, but that'll happen soon. Um, but yes, there's several specific brain ones, Mark, uh, spine ones, neurological, um, and lots of leukemia, tons of liver ones. Uh, I don't know if liver's like easy thing to study i really have no idea but a whole lot of those okay so this will probably go into the next hour because we have three minutes for the break but um i have someone uh, i know like uh peripherally let's say that had a stroke what would you recommend for them in your store shungite wise and the uh gen pop uh what to buy in your store for brain stuff neurological stuff um because I know, like with uh, let, let's say uh, life expectancy going down the last several years, that people can use Brain Boost. So what's what's cool to buy in your store for that, and how to apply it? Um, oh, mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead. I say all of those things and a hundred other symptoms that I would hear. It'd be this kind of the same energy treatment, and when that shungite is when shungite's that treatment you're using. I would use it as so shungite honey on however you're led to do that. Um, I have to you know watch that one. So we do have shungite honey in several forms. So that's one way to do it. But also let's go externally and where I'm saying like use the shungite skin balm or skin creams, and even put it on your skin on the back of your head and just different areas wherever you're led, um, because it'll have an effect. Again, you're mostly energy, not physical. So I would look at it from the energy aspect most and not think, you know, definitely don't go swallowing nuggets or something. But And I'm kind of going to the extreme there. But don't think physical is kind of why I was saying that. Think metaphysical first. So then wear the jewelry. So, yeah, put the 
creams, lotions, whatever that is on you. If you can, you know, sleep with, uh, let's say your issues in the back of your neck, get a piece of Shanghai rubber, lay there with it. And then, uh, again, I'm going to speed up because we're getting close to break here. Um, but then Shanghai honey and Shanghai water because you're rebuilding your body. Might as well rebuild it with clean containers, water molecules that are energetically clean, not just filtered. They need to be energetically filtered. So Shanghai water would be that answer too. Um, I'll, I'll kind of stop there and let Nancy, I think we're at break. Yeah, may as well be. Yeah, we can do the break. Craig Stewart, Shanghai, We the People. And welcome back to Shungite Reality. It is April 18th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit. 
Mark Joseph and Walt Silva. And is Jalissa with us, Derek? Hello, everyone. I'm hey, here. Hey, <laughs> there she is. Okay. All righty. So um, does anybody have anything else to say that you might have thought of over the break or question another question there, Mark? No, I think I think that's that's good for now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I do want you to uh, talk about the show you were on last night. I got to tell you, Derek, those two, I don't, I, I did look at their bios, but I went through them really quick. Um, it was a very good show. And I really liked those two people. Can you give us a little bit of background on the show and, and the, the people that are there? Yeah, yeah. I just uh, sent the link in chat. It's called, it's another podcast I'm on called Cosmonaut Chronicle. Or Chron- Man, I was, especially when I'm on this show. Oh, uh, what a play of words. Chrononaut Chronicles. And it's, it's a little play of spelling as well. So K-R-O-N-O-N-A-U-T chronicles.com is a podcast page. Um, and we do them live on, um, on Mondays. 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Um, Pacific time. And the show, yeah, we have... So, Chrononaut, it, again, that's a twist and play anywhere of Chrononaut, so think time. I'll read the the little description that Bill Struttner actually wrote regarding, and he's the uh, the main show host who's there every single one, um, and I've been there just about every one as well, and probably will be, so I'm one of the Chrononauts, but there are five of us total. And here's... It's about the show. I'm going to read that. By the mere fact of your existence, you are a chrononaut. A chrononaut is a time traveler. We are all traveling through time together, creating the world as we see it in our likeness. In order that we may do so effectively, we remember that we all exist in the eternal now. In so doing, we transcend time and sail up and over its undulations. Five chrononauts decide to chronicle their experiences as they navigate through the vastness of consciousness. Each episode... Bill and at least one of the other chrononauts will delve into fourth dimensional navigation techniques as well as whatever else Father Time presents to them. So that's a little description he did. Um, and on the hosts, for those of you who may know some of these names, um, William James Struttner, again, um, he's, he's the main host, you know, kind of holding it together right now and, and bringing this other chrononauts in. And then I'm one of the chrononauts. And then Blake Art, and that's kind of a, and that's a registered name, so um, we call him Blake. But so if you can look him up online, and again on the bio, or the link I shared, there is a bio page where there's additional links for some of these guys. And then Owen Hunt, who's a uh, actually a well-known comedian as well, um, he's out there on the the circles of that. Um, he's legit. He's really good. Um, and then Adam Loyal as well, and I, uh, and then Ben Wall Smith, and I know that's just giving you the names, Nancy, but there is quite a bio. These guys are all what we call chrononauts on the Chrononaut um, Chronicles podcast, and every one of them, obviously including myself, are other hosts or co-hosts on the podcast that are delve into the metaphysical and the woo-woo and all of that. So we just kind of group together, and we're just now getting our footing. So I appreciate the feedback, Nancy, of any anything, because I don't know that, you know, three people have listened to us yet. Um, but it is part of the uh, cosmic so reality. So only, only men are able to travel through time? Uh, no, the women are much more accurate and precise. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's just who's on there now um, and who Bill put together. I know you're just having fun with it. Um, but uh, the women are the powerful ones. 
Um, so yeah, that show's all about everything, all kinds of stuff. And as, as Nancy heard last night, heck, we got into cosmic silver shungite. And it's not a shungite show; it does come up, um, but all sorts of topics come up, and a lot of um, chrononaut um, various input and perspectives uh, we share together. So it's it's interesting. There's I don't know five shows; they're all up on that same website, um, archived. If you guys want to listen to them. And, uh, again, they're live on Mondays. And th- that link is posted on mysticalwares.com. Um, and, and the Shungite Reality Podcast now. That all happened in the last day or so. So every live podcast we do, including this one now, is linked from Mystical Wares with information. And I'll try to get some announcements. Uh, well, uh, <clears throat> no, I, I actually uh, promoted it yesterday because I... You, I yeah. Do, <clears throat> anyway... Um, I got to tell you, it gets much more complicated. Well, let, let me let me give you what happened to me last mm-hmm. night. It was it, okay. So, you you're running at my time seven to nine. Well, Tucker Carlson was having the first of a two part interview with Elon Musk at eight to nine my time. So I listened to the first hour. And I've got the phone, and I'm listening to it, monitoring it in my left ear. And I'm listening to Tucker and Elon. And then there was um, something, he got into something that I had to really pay attention to him, so I turned the volume down on your show. And I'm listening to, to, to Elon, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. He was talking about the dangers of AI. And what he had started out a um, he started out dealing with Microsoft and and those people and he just it's an amazing interview I highly recommend it and um, he realized that these people were not at all concerned about the takeover of humanity by AI in fact they wanted to go there so he started a business that was open source business on AI because he felt that if he could get his pulse on what people, the people in the industry were thinking on AI, then they could do it in a rational way of controlling AI. And he openly admits that it got away from him and the next thing he knew that Microsoft was running this this company. But he was getting into all of the very, you know, like spooky dangers of of AI in not, I mean, it, it, a common person can understand it, but he's talking in detail and techno, and techno talk a little bit deeper than other people do. So I got absolutely, you know, I had to listen to what he was saying. So then there's a commercial. So I turn your show back on. And what are you guys talking about but AI? And how it's it's go- it's so good, you know. I mean, it's like it was doing, uh, what was he doing, the AI? Oh, the searching. Yeah, there's a program where you can go and you can search, you know, your own your own computer is going to be able to be searched with all these files we have and it's like the problem you were having, you would have taken care of it in a moment with the AI. But you guys were given the, you know, what AI can actually give the average person that the average person would be grateful for. But it was like you you're talking about time. Well, the synchronicity of those two conversations was freaky, Derek. <laughs> It's like, you know, yeah, and that was it. That was uh, Adam Loyal who brought that up, by the way, not me. I didn't know anything about it. So that's always, you know, there's always there's four of us cosmonauts there. Uh, chrononauts. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say cosmonaut um, there that night. And that that was them talking about. So when you jump back in. So 
Good for Tucker beating me out as far as your attention and listening. <laughs> that probably wasn't a tough a tough battle between. Um, but yeah, when you came back, no, that was all news to me. I was hanging off for the ride, checking it out, listening because you'd mentioned it. Uh, like, what? What are you talking about? And you started going. Was, so that's I was. Yeah. What's that? Well, well, the good thing about it is, is, is it's an example of you know, there's two sides of every story. And I'm listening to the two sides, and they're both making absolute sense to me. You know, and yet we were losing that in, in, in the conversations that we have, is that every single person is seeing reality from their own unique perspective. And that, if you get into the realization that they're, there's no carbon copies at all because the place that you're spa- standing in place and space is unique to you. And once you understand that, it kind of opens up the universe as being much more interesting. <laughs> you know, because you can be in a crowd of people and every single one of you is seeing whatever you're looking at from a different perspective in the concept of energy. Yeah, it's it's fascinating, and it makes life even that more amazing, <laughs> in my opinion. But uh, yeah, so that I do recommend that show. Um, I'm going to well promote it more on Cosmic Reality Station. Um, De- this is part of the podcast Derek has. Derek has different. Um, I mean, the radio show is is you know he's got that one and. You others, don't you? No, that's yeah, a podcast. No, not, yeah, but, yeah, I'm on sometimes. Yeah, um, we're not we're not his only uh, supported pod. Or I guess you call them podcasts. I hate that word. Sponsored? I guess the only the only podcast I sponsor. No, I sponsor lots of podcasts. Yeah, yeah but uh, I just shared the link in the chat room, Nancy, regarding the new haunted tours. If you want to, yeah, go for it. it. You talk about it. Go ahead. Uh, I'll get some of it, and I'll let Jalissa jump in, too, because I tend to, like, you know, go on and on. But quickly, um, and it just started within days, and we have it. So Mystical Wares Store up here in Mount Vernon, Washington, has already acquired um, our own private bus. Um, we can take up to 19 guests at a time. And what we've started is the Mystical Wares Haunted Tours and they will happen um, in conjunction with our in-store metaphysical slash psychic fairs uh, loosely every other Saturday throughout the year. Um, so our bus will pull up at the fair here in store on Saturday and go for a four-hour tour. Um, it's relatively nearby, maybe 20 minutes away. Um, and this first tour is going to be multiple, some Sasquatch ones, some UFO, all kinds of fun stuff. But the initial one is to a – it's called the Northern State Hospital. And some circles it's called Northern State Mental Institution. But long story short, it's a 700-plus-acre site um, that still has many buildings and um, acreage and stuff to check out. And this is all on our website, by the way. So if anybody's interested, you can see videos, um, hear a whole explanation of the tour at mysticalwares.com, and you'll see the link to the Haunted Tours page. And we've already posted the next, I don't know, half-dozen tour dates they can be bought now and tickets are already selling. As I said, there's only 19 per. But what we're going to do is, um, Jalissa, and I'll actually be driving the bus myself, and Jalissa will be on there as a guide as well. And we're taking, you know, just tons, you know, over a dozen, I'll just make fun of it, ghost hunting uh, tools and devices from ghost boxes um, to 
well, then not ghost hunting ones, but EMF detectors, radiation, Geiger counter, all sorts of things out there, night vision, FLIR devices, um, and the new aura goggles we'll talk about in a bit if we want to that just showed up for people to experience in this environment where often there are others that want to communicate. Um, so active energy site, I'll say. Uh, do you want to jump in and say anything? Yeah, I'm really excited for this because as a local, um, you know, there's just so much history with it and it. They've really made it into a beautiful place, a recreational site that's open to the public. It has some nice trails and even a disc golf course. So it's a beautiful area and just a big energy center. So um, growing up, we hear stories about that place. Um, my mom actually worked there for a short amount of time, but not when it was a uh, the mental institution or the hospital. It was... Um, it's now changed into other things. So I believe she was part of the job corps or somewhere in the administration side. Um, but yeah, so there's always so much, so many stories and history um, being local or close to that area. And uh, they've had like tours ever so often throughout the years. So not much happening. It's like, oh, what, what are they doing? Just a lot of rumors about what they're going to be doing with the site. And then um, now it was turned into this recreational site. So it's nice to be able to go out there and visit and um, just delve into the history of it. And also, since we're energy sensitive, energy aware, we can also you know communicate out there. Yeah, I'd suggest looking at some of the photos we put on the Web page, too. There's dozens and dozens of them we went out and took ourselves of the buildings that you can enter I mean, a lot of them just straight up, if you think like, you know, haunted house, haunted building to have fun with the terms, well, they, they meet that criteria visually and you go there. So, yeah, we're going to go into a lot of those buildings that are left on the farm. And there's a cemetery with, um, you know, 1400 and something other, other odd people that were, um, you know, laid to rest there. That as well um, is on the nearby land. But we're, we're going to focus on the hospital buildings, not the ones that have been refurbished, but a lot, a lot of them have been designated historical sites. They can't be touched. So we're literally going to drive the bus up in there, let people disembark, walk around, you know, put their cameras. And I've already done this through some of the windows and take photos of the inside. You can see a lot of cool stuff and a lot of history. We'll be chatting the whole time. I'll be, um, I'll just say open to communication. And it tends to happen uh, when I, when I do that. So that'll be fun part of the tour. And then again, we drive five minutes away to the farm portion. And that's why you'll see, if you look at the side, there's two sections of the tour. And that's where you get to go through and actually walk into a whole lot of the buildings um, and see a lot of the different parts and pieces. Because they had not just food farm, but as far as cattle and, and stuff. And there's lots of stories that are on the website that tell you of happenings and sightings of ghosts and spirits and stuff. Um, but we are doing this very respectfully. Um, and th that comment is down near the bottom of the page as well. And I'll probably expand on it. But no, we're not going to this lightly, not going in, making jokes and this, that and the other. These are entities like you know you and i there's disincarnate so you know i make statements you know there's it's not a place for poor jokes you don't make fun of it you don't litter so talking physical you don't do that you don't take trinkets home you know this this isn't done lightheartedly um either so i just wanted to make that point um and we do make a lot of those statements online but this is the first of many and we'll figure out the others again there's lots of sasquatch or bigfoot siding areas that are right in the same highway area we're going to be driving where i've had stuff and interactions so maybe i'll turn that into a tour um so who knows we're going to progress from there but mystic wars does have a uh, 
haunted tours aspect to the business now that um, again, Jalissa and I will be the the tour guides and apparently I'll be the bus driver and and it'll be fun. So I don't know if you have any questions. I uh, do have a question. You've talked about this particular site before. You'd gone out there when you first took the pictures and things. And I'm wondering, do you, when you're there, you obviously detect a lot of the human beings and a lot of the awful things that might have happened there. But do you believe that that is what creates the portal? Or were they, was that building sort of built around the portal with human beings just being manipulated to do it? What came first? The ground? Good question. No, and I get into I don't get into too much of that, but I'll tell you there's an MK Ultra tie to that. The guys who designed the architects of the building also did New York's Central Park. I'm starting to put some puzzle pieces together here for some people. Um, tied to certain clubs that are still existent nowadays. So they didn't drop the site on that Energy centers your answer um, randomly, and it was put there very strategically, um, and not just because the other two mental institutions, as they were called at the time, were overcrowding, blah blah blah. And they brought in these two guys for a reason um, to do that. So it was an energy center, you know, call lots of things first, and then they built the hospital where I get into some of the not too explicit but horrible treatments they did to. They called them patients. I'm going to call them inmates um, at the site. So it, it all started there. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll stop there because I can Yeah, that's actually, it's just that area has been always history and known for occurrences or things happening. Like we almost, it just happens so regularly, but more so when we're having our classes that people would come in and live in that area and have things happening. And, and I lived in that area. Yeah. yeah, we yeah. talked about that in another podcast, I think. So, yeah. So yeah. it's I was just over the hill of that, literally. And that's where I had all those sightings, the everything from I got oh my god, I don't remember what to, uh, tetanus to the bangs on the walls, the black helicopters, the ghosts, the guy dying in the house, the body. I mean, you remember all the stories, Nancy, on that Cedro farm I had, and that's where this was. Same area. So very active, active land. And all that happened before I even got into all of this, by the way. I didn't even have it's like I don't even know. Just having those experiences, but not really being able to wrap your head around it. But like, you know, and that's just it. Not even knowing enough to question them because they were just real for me and my whole family um, at that Cedro property. That's awesome. Again, I don't want to get too much into that because it's past episodes, but that's all the same area. And uh, no, it's the the land. Uh, it goes back to to um, Native Americans and this, that, and the other in that area. There's there's tribes around here and there's stories there. And yeah, it's highly active. So, it so they, may, it may, the Native Americans also have stories about, you know, the oddities of that property? There is. There's lots of stuff in there. There's burial. They call them burial grounds. And, you know, again, there's so okay. many. I hate even. Go ahead. Okay. So, so the, the Native Americans were also drawn to realize what this was. But do you have yes. any feeling as to why there are places like this on the earth? Is it, um, the, is it the mountains? Is it the energy? I mean, I'm looking at energy. Okay. Oh, no. Is it? Is, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me keep it's going. nervous system. Just think the nervous system. It's like trying to look at the skin and understand the nervous system under it of your body. Now, it has nothing to do with the mountains or the skin. It really has. I mean, those can exacerbate or uh, have an effect on it, but it's more, I just call it the nervous system or, you know, grid structure under and around the planet. So the etheric body, 
uh, it's a focal point. It's a, a chakra. Um, I don't want to say portal because portal then gets you to vision. Oh, there's a door. You enter, you go. Well, I mean, if you know how to use the energies, you can generate a door, but it's not a door. Again, it's always a, a twist of words. That's why I stumble so much because I don't want to allude to something. But yeah, it's, it's, it's an energy, a heightened energy point. Remember, it sounds like your body of we call a chakra or energy center. If you know how to use it, it can do a whole heck of a lot of things. So, I don't know. I hope that made some sense. Well, yeah, um, it it, do, it does because we've got we we understand the pyramids that are all around the earth were somehow mm-hmm. linked to a energy field. Okay? So if you've got the, you know, the main energy field has got these somebody from outer space apparently or somebody that was much more advanced than we are on the planet somehow or another knew that those spots and if you look at it as geometric pattern patterning. So these other places, like the one you're you're encountering there, they could be like a subset of this same kind of phenomena. It's just oh, an sure. area of of active energetic forces, let's say. Yeah, I would say there's a whole lot, you know, a lot of instruments there. Depending on you know how you what instruments and how you know how to play them, you can do different things. You can play a good song or a bad song. So if some people say a vortex, evil, uh, no, it's called energy. I mean, so, yeah, it, it's always a perspective thing. Um, and I can get real boring real quickly, I mean, speaking like that. But, yeah, no, so it was already there. They knew it. They took advantage of it. Dowsing, uh, pendulums, dowsing rods, all that kind of stuff. My crazy metaphysical senses go off the charts in places like that. Like, now I'm even thinking about them. I, you know, vaguely imagine it like everybody does while they're talking about something. Well, then it, like, turns on the frequency around me. I don't even know how to explain that one. Um, but it, it's a heightened area. So it's like a really, I don't know, sensory heightened space. So like, you know, physically you'd smell, feel, taste, you know, see everything all at once and hear. Um, but there you feel it and see it too. Anyway, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing there. And I was saying really respectful because I don't want people like taking off a piece of wood, bringing it home with them from some shed or something. Um, again, this isn't done lightheartedly. It's to help people experience aspects of the metaphysical um, so that they can see that it's real and that, that there's, you know, ways they can interact with that uh, in a good way. And so anyway, do you have any other anybody have questions or? I have a question, but it's not about spirits. <laughs> Go anywhere you want. I was curious because you live in the state of Washington and there's this gentleman that lives there in the state of Washington. I, I know that it's a huge state, so I have no idea where in Washington uh, his name is Todd Standing, and his partner is this lady named uh, 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 Nature Infused Ash. It's, she goes by that name. And it's curious that um, they're doing, he's got a, a YouTube channel and he's got a website, but he's actually actively taking people out in the field uh, to get sightings of Sasquatch. So since you live there, I, fi- I figured that you knew or at least heard of him. I'm looking right now, and actually I'm on Facebook looking. Do we know him? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Uh, I can't. It's not even getting a picture. No, I don't think I know him personally. We have a couple of mutual friends, looks like. Oh. Um, but no, and I meet so many people, and I have had, I don't know, at least a dozen or more um, 
big and you know i'd be one of them too you'd call it big for a sasquatch researcher that come in here and it's just really hard to remember everybody's names what uh. they do including the museum curator here is bigfoot museum it's down the road comes in here and uh but no i mean these are the type of people so yeah i might reach out to todd and um you know talk to him see what he's doing but i want to i'd read and see what he's up to if he's out there you know what his understanding is of, of sasquatch oh uh, yeah because he was recently he visited uh Inelia and Larry, where they live in Nia Bay, uh, I, I don't know precisely if they live in the reservation or outside the reservation, but he was there visiting, and uh, Larry was kind of scared out of his wits because <laughs> he's actually seen Sasquatch where they live, and uh, he, he keeps a healthy distance because they're, I don't know, I guess they're kind of overwhelming when they're seen up close, and uh, but he was Impressed because these people, they just set up camp right there in the middle of nowhere. Because that, that's the, that's the their whole thing is that they they camp where the Sasquatch will hang out in order to be near them. <laughs> so he actually took him his time getting over that fear of Sasquatch uh, for for Larry that is. Uh, but he had a he visited Todd Standing and, and his mate were there visiting them and they set up camp. In Nia Bay. Oh yeah, they're all over up here. Um, and and for those that are going to look, you don't have to go far out because they're, they're traveling all over the place. Not that that's a bad area, um, but I've been up here by Baker Lake. Uh, I, heck, I can throw a rock at a lake up here. I've been there and had some kind of experience. Um, yeah, so they're all over. That's that's interesting. He's having some kind of. If you go out there, it's like how do you not have an experience on one level or another, depending on what you're open to. Um, I'm looking through some of his images right now on Facebook and stuff like that. Um, crazy video of a Sasquatch fighting a bear or something. Um, I don't know what that's all about. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll, look in that. I'll put it out and hopefully more people hear about our tours and maybe we get people stepping up. But, again, our tours are for the public, meaning I'm not going to drive the bus out to the deep woods where I go and, okay, put on your backpacks and hike for four hours. <laughs> yeah. So it's got to be a thing where, you know, step right out of the bus and make it easy sort of thing. Um, and luckily that Northern State Hospital is that easy and convenient with restrooms and parking areas and all that. Um, and then, yeah, I don't know, I'm going to figure out the Sasquatch one because I can get up in a place called Laker, or Lake, Baker Lake. Um, some room. Can you drop the uh, link to that Facebook uh, page so that people can, if they want to see more about him? Yeah, it's in chat now. Thank you. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's up there, um, and I'll, I will look into him and others. Again, we got I have lots of contacts um, who are. Again, I live up here in the Northwest. We do, so everybody understands Sasquatch and Bigfoot. Um, and there's again, you got then you got to pick and choose your people. Are they going out there with a bunch of backpacks and guns? Are they thinking they're going to trick them with night vision? This, that, and the other. I mean, it. I have to choose the the group I go out with. Um, so, and then be aware of what's out there as well. Now, a little off talk, topic, but you reminded me. You said you got the Aurora goggles? Oh, they're sitting right next to me. Uh, yeah, I got handed them late last night. Actually, I was on that other. What's that? Oh, oh my fancy was just talking about synchronicities and timing of everything right. when she was jumped on the podcast and saying that I got those, or they came, um, they were delivered yesterday, and then I brought them home. Derek is on podcast, and you can. Tell oh. about that. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm glad you mentioned that, because what she's saying is on that other podcast, uh, 
you know, Cosmonaut Chronicles, um, we were talking about the, in these goggles, they're called Dysanian, okay, D-I-C-Y-A-N-I-N, Aura Goggles. They were made way back when, I don't even know, the 50s or something. I'll have to get this manual. You just all heard me opening it up because I'm literally just yanking them out for the second time. They look like old fighter pilot goggles with a a red tinted lens. And it's not just that simple going out and buying. So it's a certain. It's a, chemi- it's a chemical. There we you go. Know, you those, know. So. Those things were featured in the book, The Cosmic Pulse of Life by Trevor James Constable. And he dedicates an entire chapter on it because uh, it is actually it's like a learning tool because once you get into the habit of it, you don't need to wear them anymore. But they actually train your eyesight to adjust. It, it adjusts the um, what do you call it? The the frequency of light that you can see. It adjusts it so that you can actually see auras. And once your your eyes are adjusted, you don't need to wear the goggles anymore. It just happens to you automatically. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's what I'm going to tell you too. And yeah, they, uh, yeah, they look like old weird fighter pilot or uh, steampunk like glasses, and they're sitting here next to me. Um, and they <clears throat> got rid of them and stopped producing them for a while. And that's right, because exactly, I'll just confirm it, because when I put them on, it got me, I was like off for a second, threw me off, because I can already see, you know, auras and biofields. And I don't remember how to describe it to you, Jalissa, because she walked in, I muted on the podcast while the other guys were talking and just stuck them on my head and started looking around. Um, there's my ear ringing again. So I could then see the aura. And it, when I let my, um, I don't know, turned on my sight, I'll just say, and I, I relaxed as part of the process. It absolutely heightened my biofuel aura perspective. It made it different. It's not that, ooh, it went from level one to level 10. It just was definitely perceivable in different colors. It, yeah, it filtered. It's like it filtered out some of the noise that would otherwise bother you. <laughs> yeah, but then you have to then realize you're using your third eye and let your vision just go. And that just let, you know. Just again, I just say relax, but let your vision get to get hazy almost. I'm not saying force a blur, but just go. And then all of a sudden you pick up on those subtle other layers that you're actually seeing. It's like eating a, a, a sandwich and there's just a light, thin layer of whatever special sauce in there. You don't know it until you, oh, wait, slow the heck down. Don't just, you know, inhale it like a, a, the goggles. Don't just tie it together. Inhale or look. No, don't wait for big old flashing lights. You see like you see on the X-Men. Chill the heck out. Look close to the body. You're going to start seeing stuff. And then as you do that, those subtle energies, yes, they get boosted and heightened. And then that is the workout that expands your metaphysical vision, the site that I use and have. So, and I went in all this not knowing all that. Just put the suckers on, turn it on, like, what the hell? And uh, so I'm going to have fun with it here. I'm, I'm literally holding them right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you have any questions, Nancy or Walt or Mark? Well, you mentioned that you were going to be able to put that the lens over a security camera. <laughs> I'm already doing that right now as we speak, by the way. I've got my phone up. Um, let's see how bright it is. I'm going to see if there's something I can capture right now. So, yes, you can put this. I'm doing it in the room. Oh, well, let me get the focus going. And I'm going to try and keep talking while I'm doing this. But long story short, I'm holding these. It's working. That's interesting. I may have to have to listen to this. The goggles over the phone. I have an iPhone. It'll work. Okay. I'm going to put this down and talk now so I don't bore everybody. It's going to work, and I'll capture video and or images. And um, in those images, you should be able to see the aura of just people walking by? Uh, I don't know. I'll take it and I'll tell you. We'll see. But well, And in the images, 
it's going to capture a lot of frequencies of light. Now, depending on the perceiver, you may or may not see them. So that's always a part to something like this. Ah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know about the phone with that. I literally haven't even hit record yet. And five seconds ago was the first time I stuck a camera in it. Um, but I'll do that later today and get somebody standing there with their arms up and then uh, take a photo and, you know, we'll play with them. They're that new. I literally just took them out of the box. Um, they're really nice made. They're, there's a whole book here, which is telling what Walt was getting into. I just didn't get into it about Dr. Kilner's and the, there's a whole red light film you want to stare at for a moment just to affect the rods and cones in your eye. Again, I'm just going quick because you don't need to know all the specifics. But it's about wearing out certain aspects of your vision so that others can become more heightened or perceivable. Um, and yeah, they kind of seemed to work, to be honest. And I was on a waiting list, and these were pre-ordered for I don't know how long um, for them to even arrive. So it's uh, it's been a show. few months because I remember you talking Thanks. about this quite a bit ago. I usually forget about it. Yeah, all of a sudden they tell me your goggles arrived. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't dive anymore. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, goggles. Let me have those suckers. And there's not something else showing up. Anyway. Okay, I'll, is, I'll is, Jul- is, is Julissa tried it? Did she put them on? Um, I did, but before I really read anything about the book, and um, I think most people will see like it turns like everything purple, like the any lights purple. Um, but if you uh, are, if people know how to like, I guess relax their vision so that they are able to see auras, then once you do that with the goggles on, it can help you. But yeah, I still need to read the little the pamphlet more before I play around with it. Cause it kind of hurt. <laughs> if you could see me right now, I'd look goofy as hell. But I'm walking around in the office with these goggles on, looking at Jalissa and some trinkets to see what I can see. And yeah, what I'm seeing just now was um, the field about an inch off the body, so really close. Uh, oh, that just kind of knocked me out a little bit. Made it a little odd. Um, I took them off. Uh, I don't shimmering uh, a light green color. Through these goggles, now, I don't know that we're going to want to pay too much attention to the the visual hue or color we're seeing because again, it's all being affected. Um, so, but that's what I just saw. Uh, I didn't. I'll look later and slow down. You need to, the lining needs to be right. You got some light behind it, but not the sun. So it depends. So I'll get what video and snapshots I can, and or Jalissa will. Now, what, what's the history? Why did they develop that? Was it something that they were doing because they were trying to see the aura, or was it something that happened because they were trying to make something else? Well, we may have to refer to Walt on that, but I can tell you way back when, they got rid of them because people were picking up on, they called it the evil stuff, the ghosts and the goblins, because that's what's in everybody's thoughts. Well, the, the metaphysical you know, reality, spirits and stuff. Um, so then they got rid of them because... They were kind of showing some of that was is the story behind it. Um, I'd have to do more research. Again, I'm, this is one of those things I'm talking about way too soon, but here's Jalissa with maybe more. Yeah, so um, I was able to see, I guess, a little bit of an aura, but it, like I said, it, it takes some practice, like even without like using the goggles. So um, I hadn't read the pamphlet, but when I was able to adjust my eyes, it, it, you could see it, and Derek's was showing yellow-green at that moment. Um, but as I was like looking not outside because we had the blinds closed, but uh, things almost seemed like something solid wasn't solid anymore. It was more fluid, like movement. I'm not sure how to explain that, but not solid. (laughs) 
You keep talking. I'm trying to get a photo so you guys can see what it looks like. <laughs> you want me to take a picture? You might want to because I don't know if that worked. <laughs> and we'll get a photo so you guys can see them, um, how goofy they look. And I'll try and see if the, what I can see from the – she's doing it now. Um, hang on one. Yeah, he'll okay. go a little silly. <laughs> um, yeah, let me email that. Uh, we'll see if I want to share this. But I was trying to see if I could see anything through the camera um, while I was uh -oh. doing that. Yeah, it's – oh, geez. You said you were going to share it now. Yeah, okay, well, we'll share it. <laughs> anyway, um, do you have any questions or anything, Nancy, while I'm working this out, and I'll get the photo for you guys to, to see? No, uh, and Mark, do you have any questions? This is Yeah, a bunch. So, yeah, I figured. <laughs> um, I'm going to post something on this, maybe in the Shungite group and your Mystical Wares group on Facebook, but so where, what is the site? or sites best quality um aura glasses or goggles because there's one for 50 bucks on ebay and then they even have a facebook page um okay, where is it official auraglasses.com and then there's i mean if you do google shopping uh they had there's one for like 100 bucks i mean what's what's your recommendation for let me see that i'm gonna go to that one right now the official aura goggle come on OfficialOrgoggles.com and see what that looks like. Um, and here in. That's, Sorry, OfficialOrgoglasses.com. Yeah, that's say, what came up yeah. when they did a keyword on Facebook. Because what I was thinking for your products as a marketing thing, because I know you have different um, energy mm -hmm. measuring devices, like each of your devices or products like what does the aura color and shape look like when having them on and then that that like a before and after and that'll totally you know uh as, as far as that's why you that's why you need to use the goggles to train you not to use them because unfortunately because they do have a color they affect the actual color of the of the aura you're trying to see so you want to use the goggles to train yourself to see. Once you can see, you can get rid of the goggles, and then you'll be able to see the the real colors of the person's aura. And you'll be able, a lot of a lot of illnesses, for example, are expressed in the aura. So that's really useful that way. You can actually use your eyesight as a as a medical device in a way, because the different colors represent different issues with the person's body. I'm trying to so, look at these goggles here. The human fly. Is there a book on this, or like, can we buy a, a guide book or something like that? I mean, I got this one came with one of research manual. I'm about to call it a research manual. It's six pages. <laughs> um, yeah, it's got some info, and I'll get what I can out of this. I'm just looking really quickly. I haven't even read the thing. It's going to take all of five minutes to do. It just kind of goes over Dr. Kilner, K I L N E R. Um, so really, I would just, you know, search engine that name and aura goggles and then or, or the Dicean, D-I-C-Y-A-N-I-N, aura goggles. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't even, I can't tell you on the ones I'm trying to look at. I can't judge them, the ones online. You know, they look similar, weird. You saw my creepy picture I shared probably in chat. Um, so now you, you guys can see what they look like, but. I don't know. And they're showing U.S. What well, you need is a couple of antenna and you're ready to go. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, interesting. I really can't compare it to the other goggles. I just don't know. Um, it doesn't, I'm looking through their images. It doesn't show you a rainbow. It just differs. 
But just like what we're saying, it does. It helps you boost that muscle. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. the glass. It's actually a tint that goes on the glass. That's the one that's doing the effect. Yep. So we can just buy the the tint or the the. I don't know where you would get it. <laughs> that's that's the one thing. I don't know if it's a controlled. Is it a controlled substance? Or, I don't know. It's not supposed to be an easy thing to make. And again, you can't just go buy a red film and look through it. And there's there's a whole lot more to it. And that's sort of the deal on why you know they're not sold that. Or somebody does go and do that and say these are the goggles. And then so I mean it's like anything else. There's the fake version and the real version. Um, these. I'll give a thumbs up to they work. I don't, I don't have. And they're, if you look really close, you'll find the original pairs out there floating around, used, all beat up for several hundred dollars. Um, if you can find a pair, and they're they're similar to these, so I just don't know on the cheaper pair. I wouldn't trust them, because again, it's people just throwing the right white or the red film over stuff. I'm trying to get in chat. Yeah, because the general one's like fifty bucks, so. Yeah, I, I, not Corey, I, just, I would not want to pull this image I shared. <laughs> um, how, how Corey, <laughs> I've probably looked a whole lot worse, let's admit that. Um, but yeah, they are kind of odd looking, big old bug eyed things. Um, and they're made very well, so um, yeah, I don't know. I'll get more images and stuff. And Yeah, we got to play around with them more mm-hmm. and see what all can be done with them. I'm not so impressed not telling anybody to go buy them. In fact, I don't even know if you can still. On the, if you can figure out the website, uh, museumoftarot.com is where I got them from. So I said museumoftarot.com, um, and they were like we talked about on hold for months, and then just now released. Um, but again, you're not going to turn them on. I was going to go, oh my god, I see you're right. It's not that thing. So and they're too expensive to for. So that's why I like to do these things, buy them as a company. Throw some images, get the video, put the trinkets out there, so everybody can experience it and see, and not have to you know, go buy all these things. Um, that I definitely don't recommend it right now because they're expensive. It's a couple hundred dollars probably. Um, they're not cheap. Um, yeah, it looks like they have a kit for that. And then... Yeah, I haven't even been there in months. Okay. It's one of those things I forget about. When we, we'll see if they show up. And these happen to have shown up. Um, any other... I don't think we have any yeah, other... Yeah, it looks tr- like they have a guidebook and then a yeah. couple different... It's- Sets of lenses in their, in their kit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe I didn't do. I got the guidebook. I don't have a kit with different lenses. I'll have to look at that because that probably wasn't a thing when I was ordering these. Um, really now, who knows? Um, but yeah. So anyway, those are interesting so far. I'll keep you guys updated. I'm looking around. I think if there's any other announcements or Nancy or Mark. Did you guys have questions? Yeah, I do. You? Well, there's somebody in chat that has a. a was talking directly to you, okay? But then I think Walt um, started to respond to her. But can I read that? Sure. Okay, she says, Derek, I own a house made of cedar. The bees, wasps, etc. seem to be attracted here and are making hives inside the wooden slats. I have lots of shungite here, including Walt's resonators, and the eagle will be arriving soon. What can be done to keep the bees out of the house without having to exterminate them all? We love all wildlife sentient beings. Thank you. And then, Walt, you responded to her. What did you tell her? I told her to the, uh, what do you call it, the um, anecdote, the thing that happened with Luz. Remember all the yellow jackets were going into the pool when she got her the the, the pool, um, the Shanghai turtle, 
So all, all we did was uh, we told her to program the thing to, you know, keep all the insects away from the pool. So then she said, well, you know, what, what, what are the better words? So I, I suggested what she could say. And I said to her, be mindful that you focus on all the insects when you're making your affirmation. You don't want to keep people away. You want to keep the insects away. <laughs> so that way, uh, the, the uh, what do you call it, the resonator will, will carry out that for you and it'll keep the insects away from the house. And by, by making a blanket statement, instead of going insect by insect, no, keep all the insects. You don't want insects in the house, not, not even beneficial ones. That's not their place. So just keep all the insects away from the house, but be mindful that you are focusing on insects. You don't you don't you don't want to be f- focusing on people when you're saying that affirmation. So that's what that's what I told her. Yeah, that's uh, and, and I'll give you some input on so 3D as well on that. So yeah, they're going to be drawn to that and the resonating all those things are good frequency tools. So they're going to love the environment, especially the cedar siding of the house and all that. So then. From a organic perspective, so because you don't maybe necessarily want to interfere with the frequencies or whatever you're doing energetically with these different tools or, or resonators or shungite and whatever, you know, I'm trying to speak broadly here. So things like peppermint, um, citronella, eucalyptus, those scents or oils do discourage bees. So you can put them in certain areas. That way you're not harming them. So long story short, you can put a scent, which is also a frequency and doesn't harm them around the entrance or you know i don't know the exact situation in this case that oil around there and that'll the, the bees aren't going to remove it not going to pick up the scent and they'll get such that they're overwhelmed and relocate somewhere else now of course make sure you don't have another opening somewhere in your siding and then when the bees do relocate find that entrance so you can plug it up definitely don't plug it up till they're out of there um, but yeah natural scents can be used to discourage bees from going to that area or moving um, so i would put up an empty beehive Get a frame of honey from a local beekeeper or something, hopefully organic, set it out there in the wherever your field is or area or whatever. Give them that easy to move into room or house when you put that oil, if that's what you choose to do. And then you can have a beekeeper come pick them up if you don't want to you know, have bees yourself. Also, uh, mothball, mothballs keeps them away and doesn't kill them? Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about that. So I don't know what mothballs are made of. So I would literally, being a treatment-free beekeeper, look into that. Because even if you have uh, like RVs, I have an RV down in Arizona, and the way to keep out rats and squirrels is you take, believe it or not, and it's a bad thing, bounty dryer wipes, which tells you how horrible those things are, wow. and tie them up around your electronics and your engine of your car. So if you park your car and you're worried about rats, mice, and critters, uh-uh, put a bounty softener in there or two or three in time and spots nothing's going in there. Um, so so the, the bounty is not going to kill the car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you run it. I've seen old timers down there in the desert, Walt, on their little ATVs going through the desert with bounties just because they tighten all the electronics because, you know, mice will eat, cop, whatever. They'll tear up the insulation. You know, everybody knows this stuff. So that's a little uh, little trick that we have from way back when. I don't even know why I talked about that. Oh, the mothballs. And... So anyway, peppermint, uh, geraniums, another one. Um rosemary so there are scents that bees will move away from um yeah if i had too smelly of a neighbor i'd move not to be rude but i'd I'd have to move you can't do anything about it it's i mean neighbor not a person but as far as like a a waste management (laughs) that came out totally wrong (laughs) like a you know a dump next by nearby or something but anyway 
You're supposed to save me on comments like that. <laughs> Something else. That's all I heard. So any other, <laughs> any other questions on anything? Um, but that hopefully helps as far as, you know, relocating the bees. No, thank you. I'm sure that she's grateful for the discussion. Um, Mark, do you have a list or anything you wanted to mention? We still got nine minutes. Trying to compare um, the glasses to the goggles. So um, that side I mentioned, I went oh on eBay. There there are people selling it, and I'm reading the reviews. It seems to be a mixed bag. Works for some people, some it doesn't. I don't know, but you don't want Um, glasses. It lets the light through. So I'll tell you in here. I didn't mention. I even put my hands cupped around the edges. Of my little fighter pilot that are – the whole point is to, of course, stop light coming in. No, it doesn't because everybody's face – this takes me to my diving days. Every mask doesn't fit every face, of course. Um, same thing in these. So I literally then cupped my hands around that entrance. So, no, you would not want oh Ray-Ban looking – I saw some of those on there – looking glasses with the red tint. Um, they're going to be darn near useless. I guess you can always modify them or something. But even that, these are – yeah, I don't – these these are a film. It's a chemical treatment they do. It's not just like punch carded out of something. Um, so I don't know. I'll get you more input when I get it. But it is a light thing as well. So be aware of that. That does. Yeah. Them. Okay. So they do have a goggles version for a hundred bucks in in the U.S. This is just the eBay. I'm going to check out the reviews and then go from there. But I, I still think I make a good post on on your mystical wares group and the Shungite group. If people have used them, seen anything different, just for feedback. I don't know if you can recommend anything else to engage people, but to start. Yeah, no, I'll put, I'll put someone out there and see if i got a friend coming over. I'm going to get these goggles on a bunch of people. I mean, we're going to take them with us to these uh, haunted tours and things, and i got all kinds of trinkets for that. Um, and we're going to get them out let people play with them because, again, different people will pick up on different things. So we put them on and go, look, there's something over there, and the other one will go, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, it was I, a weird um, TikTok video. I'll put it in the chat maybe – add it to um the two groups but somebody talking about this and then maybe they put like the filter or lens like a before and after and seeing ufos and not seeing ufos is that could that be a thing oh yeah that'll be i absolutely expect that to happen i've already thought about that again that's just me waiting to get out there with my see what i can capture on video because you know half our uh people that that are, are listeners are not here locally so i want to try and make everything where it can be online where i can um, but yeah, no, the whole UFO thing, all of that's going to be, where I think we'll have fun with it. So in a way, there's like a, a vague version of the They Live glasses, right? Oh, yeah, that's not funny. You're right. Uh huh. You're not going to want to walk around these suckers, though. It's so dark that you got to have a lot of light around you to see it or something in the back. Um, and there's warnings. Don't look straight at the sun. Don't like shine a flashlight at it. So you got you want the light behind whatever. So that there's that light, and then because you got to have something to work with. Not that there's not light everywhere, but it needs to be enhanced. And then you work with those frequencies that have been tuned up. Um, and then yeah, it's just it's a workout. It happened. I don't know. It happened quickly. Instant. Well, you know, I, I kind of. I wonder if you could buy the guide separately because. I'll photo the. Can I legally? I don't know. Or so, maybe I'll just message you because um I, I, I'll do that. I'm fancying getting the hundred dollar one, and then like depending on their guide versus the museums. Because it like, looks like the museums is trying to get as close to the original inventor's version as possible. I'm reading the description. Yeah, there's a... I don't 
there's no like proprietary stuff in this. I don't know. Rowdy Roddy Piper, some documentary it's talking about in here. That's the They Live actor. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, anyway, oh, oh, yeah, here he is. See, I literally, I'm just opening this in. There's this mug shot with the holes. That's right. He sees like uh, the skeletal structure or something under there. Um, yeah, I guess it, I don't know. It's probably, I'll take photos, maybe. I don't want to get in trouble. That, that actor is weird. He's like, a, like a, what do you call it? The, the, for example, the, if, you, if you look at some, some information, some documentary stuff, he's officially dead. And then there you see other information. He's officially alive. So what gives is it's like a Mandela effect kind of thing on this on this actor. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with him. Timeline, timeline wars. Right? Another timeline. Uh-huh. For, for, the, for those, no. For the, why does why does uh, Nancy keep breaking off? Because because I I don't know. For, 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 my finger wasn't getting the mute thing right. For uh, those people that don't know, They Live is a black and white movie. Well, maybe it's a color movie. But um, that is about these glasses people would put on and you could see that most of the people around you were, well, ugly-looking E.T. types. And that the broadcasting signs said something that in subliminal messaging that they didn't see you know if you didn't have the glasses on so they're just talking about these glasses that would like let you see reality um because you guys i think you thought everybody in the world probably knew about that and i'm not so sure it's an interesting movie boy it's kind of funky and fun but you know at the end of the movie i stopped watching it i didn't want it to end i didn't i didn't (laughs) I wasn't sure I liked where the movie was going, so I didn't want to see the end of it. <laughs> so I don't really know how it ends. <laughs> yeah, we do. It's like, uh, that's what you guys talked about in the Say What show, where Dolly was saying, like, some people are going to be left behind. Uh, so, and then some of us are going into uh, the, the new Earth, right? That's where this is going. Seems like, yes. <laughs> okay, we got, uh, like, three minutes here. Um did you want to say anything else here? Did you think of something else, Derek? Five G show. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, no, go, go ahead, Mark, because I don't have anything anyway. Oh yeah, we're five uh, G show tomorrow. We're uh, t- Todd Calendar bit, and then he has a, a new um, thing on SGT report of like a lot of these people that are holding uh, public offices. They don't have an um, a document of of being sworn in office. So it's a really good if you go to SGT report in addition to what we're going to talk about tomorrow with Nancy. But that's all for me. Makes sense. You have a fake government. You have fake employees. Yeah, can you get us that link? We might talk about it on Cosmic Reality. Sounds like a good Yeah, put it in chat. Thank you. Um, So, Derek, you you got any more of these um, different events coming up? I mean, that people can look at on YouTube or, you know, more podcasts that you know right Uh, off the top of your head? Yeah, on our webpage, there's a whole lot more links to the events. So on misscores.com, I moved it up to the top of the podcast links um, and the fairs we got coming up. Um, guest speakers showing up. But again, I'll wait and talk about those when it happens. So I don't know, and to listen to anything else we want to announce right now. 
Yeah, we're going to have a sound bath event here at Mystical Wares on Tuesday, May 2nd uh, from 4.30 to 5.30, so that'll be great. And we're going to have some, Derek's going to have some classes coming up. Those haven't shown up on the calendar yet because we have a lot of things going on in the background, a lot of things that we're building, but we are super excited for all that's to come and a fair coming up this weekend, Saturday, April 22nd. So we'll have vendors inside of Mystical Wares and outside. So it'll be big. Awesome. Um, Walter, do you have anything? We're going to be on tonight, uh, Cosmic Reality. And that's... Uh, well, we're going to talk about the Sheriff photos. So yeah. Elon Musk. We, yeah, we'll have fun. We always mm-hmm. do. Appreciate you all <laughs> from being here. Thank you very much. And we will see you hopefully on the Cosmic Reality Show. And that's not... Radio 5G tomorrow. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.